Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to Starry Alignment, your source for cosmic strategy and divine timing. I'm your host, Stevie, and it is such an honor to be here with you now. If you are new to this podcast, this is the place to be. If you are an entrepreneur, an online business owner, or anyone that has a lot of control over their own schedule, because With astrology, you can create so much freedom, so much expansion and groundedness in your everyday life. So this is a special thing that we're doing today is we're actually broadcasting this transmission live. So if you are here with me live, be sure to drop a comment and let me know where you're tuning in from. Today, we're going to be going over the Gemini Lunation and we're going to navigate through the major peak moments of the month so that you can see what's going on and develop a really strong mindset in relationship to it so that you can feel really in control and grounded no matter what is happening. A lot of the times we look into astrology once we've gotten to the point where the stress has kicked in or the confusion is there. So my goal is to help you to know what's coming so that in the moment of it, before the wave comes and crashes, you actually have a sensory, mental, physical, spiritual, embodied awareness of what it is that's happening and how you can have a mindset of success always. So before we dive into the entire lunar month ahead, I also just want to let you know that we are going to start with a prayer or a grounding ritual, and we're going to close with a grounding ritual as well. So I'm so excited to be here with you. And my work goes very deep into removing ourselves from this systemic rhythm that many of us have basically been cultured and conditioned into and helping us to remember our own unique sacred rhythm and how we connect with nature and with the cosmos and with the breath of life and how our own breath, our own star map, our own birth chart can allow us to go even deeper into our own unique sacred rhythm. So this podcast is designed to help you to see the broad picture. And if you want to go deeper, be sure to follow me on Instagram and listen to the end of this video because I'm going to be sharing a lot more about an upcoming opportunity to study with me in just two weeks in my course, Sacred Rhythm. So without further ado, let's get grounded together. Let's really connect to the intention for why we are here and to do that first i'm just going to close my eyes wherever you are if you want to close your eyes you can what we're going to do is we're going to feel into our bodies connecting back to our breath we're going to call in all four directions north south east and west and we're going to feel ourselves centered in our body and connected to two source from all directions Calling in all of the elements, water, air, earth, fire. And knowing that life is a process of becoming one with all of these elements. That if there's any area in your life where you feel that you may be struggling, it is in the elements, it is in these signs and symbols that we can find a sense of direction. So calling in the element into your space that you feel would really help to nurture and balance you at the moment. And giving reverence and gratitude to whatever elements have been very prominent and present in your life lately. 
feeling your energy begin to expand as you breathe, allowing any stress from the day to roll off your back, allowing any concern about the future to turn into your compost, into your soil, so that you can really grow into something as a result of your courageousness, as a result of your willingness to grow and expand. Calling in our ancestors and our guides, the teachers who have brought this lineage of astrology, of mysticism into our vocabulary, into our minds, into our awareness. Calling in all the ancestors and guides, spirits that help us to remember who we are, help us to know what we are meant to he be here to do and help us to become abundant so that we can support ourselves and those around us in the practice of being one with the universe. Taking three deep breaths together, allowing yourself to exhale your breath completely. Taking a full deep inhale. Feeling your aura expand and taking a breath in and locking the root, locking all the chakras all the way to the crown. Holding the breath at the top and exhale. Starting to call in your vision without fear, starting to call in your vision with fierceness Taking a deep breath in, feeling your belly expand. Root lock, chakra lock, all the way to the top. Feeling your heart expand, seeing through the third eye. And exhale. Last deep breath together before we dive into all of this beautiful work together. Allowing yourself to expand fully, no need to rush being here, now breathing all the way to the top. Feeling your crown expand. Your body relax as you lift and take in as much air as you can. And exhale, completely, fully, without distraction, expelling all the stale air. And when you're ready, opening your eyes. So we're back. And this is the first time that I am doing this live, so bear with me. I'm going to start by sharing my screen. So sorry, there's layers, but here we go. We're going to jump into the month ahead. And what I've done is I've created a calendar that actually walks us through the next 12 weeks. Um, it does have the last two weeks for your reference. So let's start there. If we look at the 
last two weeks before this Gemini new moon, we were actually experiencing the solar eclipse or the eclipse series. And when we have eclipses, those are, port those are portals of major transformation and opening, endings, uh, really deep revelations that are happening within us. It's a time of dark shadow, a time of deep integration, a time of immense shedding. And so in your business, you might have noticed some shifts um, in your consciousness or in your products or in your, your delivery or in your mindset. And so the last thing that we experienced in terms of the major lunar cycle was that Scorpio lunar eclipse. So when I when you work with me in astrology, I'm always going to ask you to pull up your birth chart and see where you have this, this placement in your chart. So hopefully you know your birth time and you can look to see where was this Scorpio eclipse happening for you. And wherever that Scorpio eclipse was, it was on the south node. So it was a time of releasing, purging, letting go, and allowing ourselves to transform like the Phoenix rising into something totally new. Then throughout the week, we had the sun move into Gemini. We also had the Mercury Kazemi between Mercury retrograde and the sun. So after that lunar eclipse, there was a great clarity that we, we experienced around our communication, how we connect with the world, what we believe. Um, the sun moved into Gemini, and now we're about to experience this Gemini new moon. And this is the first new moon in Gemini that we have experienced since we had the eclipses in Gemini last year. So last year, the North Node and the South Node were in Gemini and Sagittarius. So it was during those seasons that we had major awakenings, those major endings and beginnings that eclipses bring us. Right now, the North Node and the South Node are in Taurus and Scorpio. So this is the first time that we are getting to experience a new moon after this eclipse. And this new moon was something that really allowed us to turn inward and see what it is that we want to communicate. So I'm going to jump ahead and show you the chart here. Hopefully you can see it. Um, I can't really see on my side if you can see it, but I'm praying that you can. Um, we're looking at the new moon in Gemini. And this new moon was at nine degrees of Gemini and the ruler of Gemini, Mercury, was retrograde conjunct the North Node. So first off, I want to say that this new moon is connecting us back to maybe a fear or an idea about something that we thought was really challenging to do last year when we were going through that eclipse series but now it's like we have a new understanding a new relationship with this place in our chart and in this place in our consciousness so wherever you have gemini in your chart this is a new beginning around that area in your life and it's a new opportunity for you to approach this area of your life with this newfound understanding that the eclipse series from last year gave you the thing about this new moon though is that Gemini uh, ruled by Mercury is going to this energy of Gemini ruled by Mercury is going to be affected by Mercury being retrograde at the time of the new moon. So when a planet is retrograde, it is moving closest to Earth between the sun and Earth, and it is moving as slow as it can throughout its cycle. So Mercury is the planet of communication, of commerce, of information and contracts so he this planet has a lot to do with our business 
relationships and how we communicate, how we get information across to one another, how technology is working to support us or confuse us, right? So this new moon is ruled by Mercury retrograde. So even though we're being really excited and open and expansive about whatever it is that this new moon is bringing to us, there is an element of needing to be extremely patient for this seed that you are planting to come to its full fruition. Now, we are going to have a Sagittarius new moon, a full moon later on in this lunar cycle, which we'll get to. And it's going to be much different than last year when we had Jupiter in his home sign. So this lunation ser series and this period of this spring moving into summer, I would say is one of the most pivotal moments of the entire year of 2022. I mean, it's no coincidence that I'm switching to going live with you here now under this new moon when Mercury's retrograde conjunct the North Node, the, the ruler of our fate as a collective. So I believe that as a collective, we are all moving towards toward valuing things in our life that are truly authentic, truly nourishing, truly of that of sustenance and pleasure. So anything that feels fake, anything that feels false uh, is beginning to really shed away with the South node in Scorpio. We just had that lunar eclipse, full moon in Scorpio on that South node. So Remember that Scorpio is the energy that is connected to Halloween when we wear a mask, right? When we are pretending to be something, this is the energy of mystery. So with the North Node in Taurus, the sign ruled by Venus in its feminine form, this is the sign, the evolution of our collective toward true beauty. And true beauty includes blemishes. It includes the imperfections. It includes everything that allows us to really taste what is real to feel with our senses venus ruling the senses and venus also in her home sign moving closer and closer to a conjunction to this north node of fate so during this season during this month we are really allowing ourselves to conceptualize because the sun which rules our spirit and you know where our soul's evolution is going throughout the 12 month cycle it's about us learning in our minds how to work with duality, how to recognize that there is beauty and there's blemish. There is um, imperfection and perfection that are happening in the same bit, right? So with Mercury being retrograde, I just want to let you know that whatever is happening during this lunar cycle is also the, we also have Uranus conjunct the North Node with this alignment with mercury so there is an element of like spontaneity of something completely different like a big revolutionary change that you are beginning to really integrate now that um mercury is at the tail end of its transit through its retrograde we are not done with the retrograde just yet um, but we're almost through this process of understanding how to express what we value and how to connect with people that really align with us in that way uh, with this new moon, I also just want to point out that it is a time where we have Mars and Jupiter and Chiron all together, especially Mars-Jupiter. We did have, let me see how I can do this. Yes. So we did have Mars and Jupiter actually perfectly aligned on Saturday, or sorry, Sunday, May 29th, just before that new moon in Gemini. And Mars is in his home sign in Aries. 
So there is a dominance around taking action that might be very, very far beyond your comfort zone, but it's like there is so much benefit, so much wealth, so much expansion, Jupiter, that is possible when you allow yourself to be the warrior, to learn how to become one with your fears, learn how to become one with your anxiety, learn how to transmute and transform this cardinal fire energy. Do you ever feel like one moment you're totally confident and the next moment all of a sudden there's like an anxiousness and a, and a wanting to run, a wanting to sprint. That is that cardinal fire energy. And we can transform that anxiousness, that fear, that fight or flight energy into something that really allows us to cultivate presence. And especially since we have the Mars conjunct Chiron, the, the asteroid known as the wounded healer, this action that we are being called to take so we can have a spiritually expansive year ahead is requiring us to heal parts of ourselves, to come forward, to step forward and say, yeah, I struggle. I have struggled with this. I struggle with this. And that's why I am drawn to utilizing these tools or, or living my life in this way. It's about claiming how to create a life where you can truly heal and to become someone that is bold enough to take action, to expand, to connect with people, with women, with support systems that understand the duality of, you know, pain versus the solution to that pain and the gap between that, right? Like, it's like, I've got to get from here to there and when you get scared, you know, you get stuck. So it's about gaining the support and using your mindset to really guide you forward in a way that's going to support you. Um, during this time, we had Mercury retrograde also in a trine with Pluto. So, you know, Pluto is the ruler of the underworld, the sign that rules, you know, uh, hell and Hades and what we are deeply kind of afraid of and what we need to learn to transform our relationship with. So this could be helping you to heal addictions, helping you to realize that there is, you know, greater expansion, greater clarity that can come by simply learning to be and feel the senses of everything that you may be experiencing. So wherever you have Gemini in your chart, um, you can also use your sun sign as the rising sign for the chart if you don't know your birth time. So for example, if you are a Cancer, we can use this chart, which was calculated in New York, uh, this was the perfection of the new moon. Um, so this new moon, if you are a Cancer sun, would theoretically be in your 12th house of what is hidden, uh, the place of hermiting and the place of seclusion and isolation so that you can, again, be rebirthed during Cancer season when the new moon is in your sign. So you can pull the chart to see where is it aligning for my sun sign and where is it aligning for my rising sign, the time that I was born. So you can understand like different flavors of how this cosmic alignment may be affecting you. So we're gonna keep going because there's so much to cover in the time that we have. But essentially my style of looking at astrology through this Starry Alignment podcast is to guide you through very briefly, but very potently to see what the month is like and how you can kind of expect expect it as it's coming you can think about what are your goals for the month and how can you attain them based on this cosmic calendar all right so gemini new moon that was this monday you'll see that there are some red squares 
There are plenty of aspects happening on this day. And if you want to see all of the aspects, including the lunar aspects, void moons, and all of that, go to my website, starryalignment.com, join my mailing list, and you will get a 15% off discount code on these amazing Wicked Veracity calendars that I use. You can turn them on and off and plan your life around them. So, um, you know, of course, there's plenty of aspects happening during this week. But what we're going to do is look at the major aspects you know, the planetary aspects, not the lunar aspects. So on Friday, we have Mercury turning direct at 4 a.m. So we're really not going to, you know, we'll feel that that direct motion as soon as we wake up Friday morning, which is really great. So when Mercury is stationing direct, this is a time where communications are going to open up. Let's go look at that chart. One, two, three, four. There we go. So we'll just look at what's going on that day. We have Mercury stationing direct at 26 degrees and Mercury is going to continue now to move in its forward direction and communications are going to become smoother. Contracts are going to be easier. The important thing to know about Mercury retrograde and working with Mercury is not to fear anything in relation to this process. So if you put out energy toward this physical being that, you know, it's going to hurt you, you know, you, you can't trust it, something bad's going to happen. These types of things might get reflected back to you. But if you work with Mercury as the messenger of the gods, this planet that can bring you closer to yourself and closer to the outside world through your thoughts and through your communications, it really gives you a lot of power. So when Mercury stations direct, uh, you might want to wait till Friday to do anything that requires you to ask for support to um, maybe do a sale or a big promotion for your work. Um, you might want to, you know, share something with your family or, or your partner or even a friend. Uh, this weekend, there's going to be just so much communication that opens up with Venus and her home sign. Venus rules relationships and love. Uh, we have the North Node here, Uranus and Mercury. So this weekend, I think, is going to be one where we really get to like celebrate the clarity that's opening up and and the opportunity that we have by aligning with our our values, right? Because that's what Taurus is all about. Taurus is about being completely and fully embodied and in love with what is, you know, and knowing that what is is connected to the past. It is connected to our shadow and integrating our my shadow is part of my whole and I am completely in alignment with all of it. And that is why, you know, Gemini season really allows us to work with that two headed dragon that we we all really have. It's like our higher self and our ego. And when we learn how to kind of blend both and navigate both and respect our ego to work with our ego in a way that is um, healthy, because our ego is essentially the source of inspiration that helps us to know how we can help others. And our spirit is this, this cosmically elevated essence of knowing. So, you know, we can, we can align our ego, which is, you know, where we have wounding, where we have insecurity, where we have pullback with our higher self to know there is a way, there is a way, there is a way. And Gemini is the mutable air sign. So it is the completion of the essence of space, of the essence of communication, of the essence of a message that, that can get from, you know, one place to another. And it, that, that process is a completely unseen, but it is, but it is like a transfer Right. And, and the duality of Gemini is that in order for ideas to spread, there has to be someone that produces the idea and someone that receives it. 
So this month, really pay attention to what side of that coin are you on? How can you listen, you know, really deeply? How can you not be afraid to be listened to? Right. So let's look at what's what else is really beautiful happening this month. The next thing is that Saturday, Saturn is going to station retrograde. So let's just tick ahead one day and we do have to go ahead a couple hours. So I am using Astro Gold. If you are new to astrology, Astro Gold is a fantastic software, really easy to use. Um, and it lets you just kind of jump ahead in time. I do use whole signs, um, especially when working with birth charts. Um, because there's a lot of ancient techniques that I find are really amazing to use um, for personal awareness and growth. Take a sip with me. All right, so Saturn is stationing retrograde. So I have a little resource here that I want to show you um, for all my students in my Sacred Rhythm courses and Divine Timing certification coming up. These are guides that I've created uh, three years ago, actually, to help people and even myself just to have a reference for all the different aspects of astrology, right? So if we look at Saturn, Saturn is the planet that relates to boundaries, commitment, maturity, authority, focus, work, foundation, misfortune, stagnation, procrastination, rejection, opposition, restriction, struggle, discipline, and perseverance. So this is why when we have our Saturn return, it's a time where we're really getting to learn the energy around commitment and struggle and rejection and how we relate to procrastinating and how we relate to discipline. So when when Saturn goes retrograde, the effect of the retrograde is a feeling of separation, a feeling of removal, there's power struggles and even unjust experiences that we might have. So what I invite you to do is check out where do you have Aquarius in your chart? And in this area of your life, you might notice that there are some struggles that you might be going through during this time when Saturn is retrograde. Now, let's see if we have on the this, the Wicked Veracity calendar here. Beautiful. I love Wicked Veracity because it provides so much information for us at the click of a, of a mouse. So Saturn is going to be retrograde from June 4th until October 22nd, 2022. So this is a pretty big you know, gap of time. This is June, July, August, September, October, five months uh, of Saturn retrograde. So um, this doesn't mean that the end that you're going to just experience a lot of separation and struggle and removal um, that is, you know, unbearable. It's just part of the growth. For example, like Saturn is in my fourth house of family and I just moved uh, very far from my family. So maybe during this time, as I launch my courses and I focus on my business, there's a natural separation between me and my family. Uh, maybe there's um, struggles that I need to go through in order to recognize how I can become, you know, more focused in my work or focused on my purpose or focused on nurturing my family and my relationships. So Saturn retrograde is going to really kind of slow down and have us rethink where we thought we already became mature, where we thought we already had it down. And it's going to really force us to consider, um, especially over the last year and a half when we've had Saturn in Aquarius this whole time, it's going to really force us to think about how can we do this even better Right? And it's a challenge for us to step up and to be humble and to know that there is more work that we can do. So this is a larger you know, wave of, of energy that we're going to be going through. Um, 
So just be prepared for that. Be prepared for that kind of awareness to be part of your transformation, right? And then the rest of the week after that, there's no major aspects. The rest of the time leading up uh, to the next major aspect, the energy is going to be focused on this Venus conjunct Uranus energy. So Venus and Uranus are going to conjunct on Saturday. So let's go look at that. Let's see, where'd she go? Okay, so Venus and Uranus conjunct in the sign of Taurus on Saturday, June 11th. So what happens when we have planet, planets aligning is that if you look on my screen as the time is passing, Venus is getting closer and closer and closer and closer until finally the energy is perfect. And now Venus, as time moves on, will separate from that energy. So all throughout the week of leading up to June 11th, there's going to be an energy of how our values, our relationships, our money are being completely transformed. There's a spontaneity. Uranus is the planet of sudden change, of innovation, of revolution, of rebellion. And, you know, this is, we're going to see a lot of changes potentially in our world relationship with money and our own personal relationship with money and what we value. So if you are thinking about your business, like how can you relate to people differently? How can you jump outside your comfort zone? How can you show your product in a way that is completely new, completely innovative, new colors, new branding? You know, um, uh, you know, how can you give a sacred disruption as my coach, Hannah, Conning calls it a sacred disruption. This is this is a great example of what that is. If you've been waiting to kind of shake up the market and do something different, um, especially leading up to this alignment on the day of the alignment, just after the alignment, because after the alignment occurs, there is an energy of like understanding of integration. Whereas leading up to it, it's like, oh, something's coming, something's coming, something big is coming. And then, then you're going to feel it, you're going to see it. So especially on the day of this alignment, we're going to have the moon opposite uh, Venus. So this is really, really actually quite tricky. So, you know, the moon is in its sign of its detriment uh, in Scorpio, conjunct the south node. So this is the place where um, Venus, or the moon is operating in a place where it's most uncomfortable. Um, so the moon rules our emotions. And when the moon is ever opposite Venus, it's not a time to necessarily expect for relationships and, you know, the moods of two different people to be perfectly aligned. The alignment comes from the polarity. You know, it's like how you feel is different from how, from how I feel and we can mutually respect one another. So there has to be an element of surprise that you can embrace, you know, there has to be an element of patience around someone else, you know, feeling, seeing, operating, connecting with you in a way that feels um, gooey and gushy. Like this moon in Scorpio is one that is very reclusive, very withdrawn. And because the moon is conjunct the south, no, there's going to be like this combination of I'm ready to change. I'm ready to step out. I'm ready to do things differently. But I also have to shed this major fear. I have to shed this past, you know, thought form or habit that I know really isn't allowing me to connect with the people that I want to make the money that I want to um, express myself in a way that feels authentic. Right, because we still have Mercury uh, conjunct this, the North Node and still in Taurus. So 
During this time, I just really encourage you to be willing to do what might seem taboo because that's kind of the sweet spot of this energy is to kind of step into knowing that the rawness, the realness, the that imperfection, that blemish that actually makes you beautiful is is what is so important to uplift yourself through during this time to realize that that is your strength. You know, that the, the shadow is your strength. So how can you lead with that? How can you create revolution change by knowing that your story is important? Your your struggle is is actually something that you're learning how to move through so that possibly you can help someone else move through it. At this time, um, Mars is also separating from Jupiter and aligning with its conjunction with Chiron. So another opportunity to just realize that there's so much healing that can be done uh, when we take action. So something that's been really top of mind for me is, you know, motivation is cool. Um, you know, making plans is cool, but taking action is what actually becomes the most satisfying. So as we keep looking ahead at the month we have Mercury move into Gemini the day before the Sagittarius new moon. So you'll notice that uh, this calendar is actually starting with Monday because it's designed for business owners, people that um, want to align their work with astrology. And most of us start our work day. I mean, actually, I don't really start till Tuesday most days, but like our culture is just so used to like, okay, Monday work week and the rest of the week as it follows is our personal time. So this Monday, uh, June 13th, we have Mercury moving back into Gemini. So the reason why I'm noting this is because uh, this is Mercury's home sign. So instead of communications being, you know, kind of ruled by the senses, it will become more intellectual now that we have Mercury in Gemini. So if you're trying to get out like a content piece where um, it requires a lot of details or steps or um, there's a lot of pieces to the puzzle. Mercury and Gemini is the genius for that. Mercury and Gemini, this is the planet. This is the place where the planet is at home. So anything related to contracts or communication or marketing or um, communicating a message with immense clarity, uh, it's going to be easier after this June 13th time. Previous to that, it's important that you're kind of connecting with people from an emotional place, a sensory place, a tactile place, a place of um, seduction, right? You want to really connect into that Venusian energy and seduce in a way that is, you know, tasteful, is is alluring. So once Mercury moves into Gemini, it's more about the intellect and making arguments that allow people to believe in what you're saying because Mercury is opposite this energy of Sagittarius, which has to do with belief. Whereas Mercury in Gemini, it has to do with the thought. So it's about really now at this point that we've gotten Mercury retrograde in Gemini back into Taurus and now Mercury's direct and back in Gemini. We're still in the shadow period of Mercury retrograde, but there is a lot of clarity that um, we're, we're experiencing now that we can leverage. Later in the week, Mercury is going to leave its shadow, but let's let's just jump to the, the next day, which is the Sagittarius full moon. So this full moon is perfecting. Let's see. So the Sagittarius full moon 
is really early. Um, this full moon is going to be at 7.51 a.m. Eastern Time on Tuesday, June 14th. So to edit this, we're just going to come here. We're going to change the date for speed and the time so we can look at the exact perfection of this full moon together. You can hit that check mark and we've arrived. So the sun is going to be at 23 degrees of Gemini and the moon is going to be at 23 degrees of Sagittarius, which gives us this illumination of the moon from the sun. Ironically, uh, Mars is going to perfect in its conjunction with Chiron on the same day. We've got Mercury, which is ruling the sun, the energy of the spirit of the evolution of our time now direct which is helpful in its home sign of gemini and we've got the moon in sagittarius ruled by jupiter jupiter is a sign that rules sagittarius and jupiter is in aries now and ruled by mars which thankfully is at home so i believe that once we hit the sagittarius full moon it's going to be an opportunity for us to really feel that adventurous expansion to try something new and to do it with a sense of humor what i love about the energy of sagittarius is that it is very playful it is very humorous it is very in alignment with its own story if you think of the element of fire the last sign of the fire signs is sagittarius so if you imagine starting a fire aries kindling the fire letting that fire burn for a long time leo and then the dying out of that fire is Sagittarius. And imagine yourself at a campfire and what happens as that fire dies. When, when we're in that heat of the moment, there's a lot of silliness and playfulness and like an admiration of the light. And then as that light begins to dwindle, we enter more of like a spiritual place where maybe we start talking more about our shadow, we start talking more about our passions and our desires and what we truly want out of life, maybe what we're struggling with. There's that burning ember, those burning coals of our of ourselves that really begin to show in that darkness, in that state of release and letting go, in that state of knowing that there's a passion that, that is wanting to be shared with other people, right? Because the what happens is once something dies, something else can begin. Once something dies, something else can begin. That process of birth, death, and rebirth. Birth, death, and rebirth. Birth, death, and rebirth. Right? So with this full moon in Sagittarius and the ruler of its sign being in Aries, we are really being encouraged to expand our horizons again by taking action by recognizing how are we meant to be a warrior how are we meant to try something that we've never done before what are we being reborn into and how can that help us to heal wounds that we've been working with for a long time um i don't know let me see if i can find it here uh chiron and aries entered chiron and, yeah it entered in 2019 and it's going to be here till 2026. So we've had a couple times, um, 2019, 20, I believe early in 2019, we had a Mars Chiron conjunction, but Mars takes two years to complete its full cycle. So it was 20, it was 2020 most likely that we had the last Mars Chiron conjunction. And now we're here again under this full moon. 
and look at the state of the world right now. Look how it's it's kind of similar to what we were going through in, in 2020. There's you know a new a new form of of um, control that is overcoming us, and that is um, asking us to remain in alignment with the energy of being healed and being the healer, and that we have all the answers, all the solutions, all the medicine that we need given to us from Earth given to us in our mind, given to us in our willpower. You know, this is a time to not give your power away. There's something that's been really, really clear coming through for me in the last couple of days. It's just the energy of paying attention to how you may be giving your power away. And knowing that Sagittarius is the energy of the philosopher, of the one that understands the way that all things come together. So if we look at these keywords for Sagittarius, uh, enthusiastic, generous, philosophical, optimistic, adventurous, judgmental, because again, this is ruled by Jupiter, the planet that can uh, be, is is the, the teacher to the gods. So if you are the teacher to the gods, you have to be willing, you have to be able to make judgments that are wise. So Sagittarius is also athletic, open, sincere. It's about travel. It's about teaching and being versatile. Um, this is an energy about being patient while also experiencing that, that liveliness, that whimsicalness, that energy of being a gypsy and being free spirited. So this full moon is all about that. This is an opportunity for us to really step into that gypsy energy, that energy of uh, I, you only live once, right? If the fire is dying, it's time for me to show who I really am. And with it being ruled by this Mars energy and this energy of healing, it's like, okay, it might be challenging. It might be scary, but I'm being called for a reason. So check out where you have Sagittarius in your birth chart. Um, you can use the same method. If you want to use your sun sign, that if your sun sign is, uh, cancer, for example, once again, because, um, this full moon actually is also a cancer rising. So this full moon would be in your sixth house. So it would be an illumination, a blossoming around what your day-to-day -day routine is like, how you can design your, your life to basically prevent illness and to sustain your life and to, to support you and your blind spots, right? So this is why it's so important to know how to work with astrology because you can look at these larger themes and then you can narrow it down and see how it's actually affecting me. So we're going to keep going just because of time here. Hi, my love. Real quick, astrology is about timing, of course, but that is only one aspect of its power. Knowing how to read your birth chart gives you certainty and it allows you to be intentional with your planning and your expansion. This wisdom taps you into your personal power and the purpose for your life overall, but also the chapters within your life that build upon each other. The ever unfolding cosmic rhythm is something that you can work with personally. And that is exactly why I am here. In my upcoming signature course, Sacred Rhythm, I will show you how to manifest your dreams with the cosmos in mind. DM me on Instagram the words sacred rhythm, and I will be sure that you get the link to join us for this amazing course happening just after the Sagittarius full moon. Now back to the podcast.
So uh, we actually have a lot of aspects happening. And as you can see, I'm super excited to share that my Sacred Rhythm course is going to be opening Friday, June 17th for its first class. This is going to be a three-part series. It's going to be a very potent course that actually helps you to understand your chart, your unique essence. This first module is all about that. And I actually chose this time right dead center in the middle of these major aspects because this week after the Sagittarius full moon, I really truly believe is a time of, you know, aligning with the things that you know are going to help you grow. And I know this course is going to help whoever takes it, take their life, their rhythm, their business to the next level. So let me show you why, you know, Tuesday or sorry, Thursday, that, that day before we begin sacred rhythm on Friday, we have a sun in a trine with Saturn. So let's go check that out. So the sun is at 25 degrees of Gemini and, and Saturn is at 25 degrees of Aquarius. And so this is a really actually very lucky aspect. Trines are ruled by Jupiter. So let me just go show that to you as well. So here's a, a diagram that actually explains the energy of the aspects. So trines are 120 degree aspects. They are triangles ruled by the energy of Jupiter. And there's deeper meaning to that, which I go into in my course. But just to keep it simple, Jupiter, the energy, the planet of expansion, of abundance, of awareness and philosophy rules this trining energy because the planets are in the same element and the same polarity. They also are different in their modality. And th this is the most benefic aspect that we can experience, right? If you look at the virtues here, there's an energy of synergy, which is a conjunction, an energy of a sextile, which is second most benefic ruled by Venus, a square, which is activating tension ruled by Mars. Trines are most benefic ruled by Jupiter and oppositions show similar motives and how duality is needed in order for all things to exist ruled by Saturn. So modality, meaning that they're both in air signs. So this is the most benefic opportunity that we have as a collective to connect with our higher source, our higher calling, our soul's purpose, the sun in Gemini, the sun literally connects to the energy of the soul, right? The source of light, the source of our existence is aligning and trying the most benefic aspect with the planet that rules our maturity, our growth, our discipline, our relationship with boundaries and authority. So because we have Saturn retrograde, and I was sharing that there's, there's, there's struggles around power struggles and separation and removal. So we might see this energy working in the collective in ways that are difficult because there's there's an easy access to the shadow of Saturn, the Saturn, the energy of, you know, control and, of, and abuse of power and authority. But it's important that we realize that, again, with duality, we need to recognize that we are the ones in control. And how can we regain that control? How can we maintain in, in a good relationship with our own inner authority? Let's go back and just look at some Saturn themes one more time, um, because this is actually really profound. So we look at the sun energy, you know, signatures. The sun is connected to our power, our leadership, 
the ability to illuminate and to experience the connection to our own divine will. So wherever the sun is transiting Gemini in your chart, there is an illumination of that area in your life. Your divine will is going to guide you to naturally become more pure in your consciousness around that area of your life. That area of your life is also going to give you a lot of vitality, creativity, and honor to operate from that space. So again, knowing how to work through your own sacred rhythm is life-changing. And this, the sun is also the masculine force, the divine masculine. So in a trine with Saturn, the planet that rules authority, commitment, foundation, even misfortune, and perseverance. So, you know, of course, during this time, you might have things that are, are challenging you that possibly you come to better terms with. And I'm going to keep saying this because we have Jupiter in in Aries and, and last year when Jupiter was in Pisces, not last year, but recently when Jupiter was in Pisces and all of last year, um, you know, the theme was a lot about belief and dreaming and opening your heart up to the possibility of your emotions being cl as clear as they can be. And now it's about taking action on what you learn during that time. So because this trine is ruled by Jupiter and Jupiter is in, in Aries, um, anything that you experience in relation to a challenge, it, it can be overcome through action. And that is why the next day I, I am going live with that course. We are going to begin and there is going to be early bird pricing um, earlier before there's, there's going to be a couple different times where you can join in. So the more that you stay in touch with me this month and you just, you know, join my mailing list, if you're not on social or you connect with me on social, you can join at a price that works for you, but we're actually going to begin that initiation experience after we've all integrated the sun trying Saturn. It's like, what am I meant to do in order to really up level? What am I meant to do to know like how I can really align with my purpose in the most mature strategic way? Because really Saturn is, is the ultimate business marker and you know, this is an opportunity for us to expand in our willingness to align our divine will with, you know, what we're meant to be doing on a larger scale. I also want to point out that the sun is in a square to Neptune on the same day. And Neptune is the ruler of our dreams and also the, the energy of illusion. So like we were seeing before, squares are ruled by Mars and they activate tension. So it's like i really i think that this energy of the sun in a in a square to neptune while also trining saturn is like this tension around the dream and how i need to mature in order to get that so i, I think this is a really really beautiful powerful transformation window for all of us uh in the what are we looking at? We're looking at the second week of June, right after that Sagittarius full moon. And when the moon is full, we also have the most energy throughout than any other time during the lunar cycle. So um, this is a very, very potent time um, this week. So Saturday, we also have Venus aligning with a perfect square with Saturn and in a sextile with Neptune. So Venus, let's just jump ahead to that day. So Venus will be in a perfect square with Saturn and the moon, the moon's going to conjunct Saturn and in a sextile with Neptune. So Venus will have crossed over the North node 
Let's see when that day was. Oh, yeah. So the perfection of Venus on the North Node will be Thursday on the same day of the Sun and, and Saturn trining. I mean, this is perfect. Again, Venus rules relationships, money, wealth, women, the feminine, and it's going to be conjunct the North Node. So if you're looking for a feminine business owner to help you up level in your business, I'm here for you. And I've literally designed this course to help you during this exact period of time. So you'll notice that during this North Node Venus energy, you're going to be connected with especially women or feminine energy that helps you to move forward in your trajectory of life. So Saturday, Venus, let's see, I got to move it ahead just a little bit due to the time, but Venus is going to be aligning in that 25 degree square to Saturn and sextile to Neptune. So Venus square Saturn is an activation of tension between our money, our relationships, our feminine and our relationship with Saturn, with karma, with time. So there's going to be a, a need for patience, a need for um, benefit of the tension that is literally going to be, you're not going to be able to avoid it because Venus is at home in Taurus and Saturn is at home in Aquarius. And both of sometimes you have planets in an aspect and one is stronger than the other. In the case of this trine to the sun in Saturn, the sun is not home in Gemini, but Saturn is at home in Aquarius. So Saturn is really that energy that's going to be more dominant. But with Venus in, in its home sign and Saturn in its home sign, there is a tension that is extremely potent for the entire world. So if you've been looking to invest, um, you know, this is a good day to really check the markets, especially during the time of this alignment after, before all of that, because this is an extremely changeable time where things are going to pivot. Things are going to switch. There's going to be, um, Things that help us to, again, align to things that value earth, that value the body, um, and how we can really leverage that in a way that supports the collective. And there will be people who use this energy to so, to make it seem like they're supporting the collective, but you know they might not be. Something that I've been seeing is like uh, an, an at-home pill that you can take if you if you can contract the rona right and that's just like another way that you know they are making people feel safe or feel that their values are being met for the collective for the whole but you know i i don't personally think that that's the most empowering way to to handle this health crisis right but maybe you have solutions that you will birth during this time that you can provide to the collective so Good news is that Mercury is going to leave its shadow the next day on Father's Day on June 19th. So this is just important for us to know that um, the whole retrograde period with Mercury is going to, we're going to be relieved of that. Like all the rethinking, redoing, aligning, organizing, it's all going to be complete during that time. There's going to be a sense of relief. On Sunday, we're going to have Mercury in a sextile to Jupiter. And this is a really supportive energy Let's see, Mercury in a sextile to Jupiter. Oh, that's Monday because we're starting the week on Monday with that calendar. So um, on Monday, we're going to see Mercury in a sextile to Jupiter. And this is a really, really supportive energy. Um, Mercury in its home sign 
and um, sextiles are supportive. If we look back at the aspect grid, we're seeing that sextiles are ruled by Venus and they are the second most benefic, right? So anything having to do with relationships or contracts, that Monday is going to be like when things really are coming through, they're clear, it's done. Um, there's a sense of fulfillment that you you might be celebrating during that time. And then the sun is going to move into Cancer on Tuesday and Venus is going to move into Gemini on Wednesday. So the sun in Cancer basically is the summer solstice, the beginning of the season of summer. And we go from being super intellectual to thinking through how can we have the best hot girl summer ever or hot guy summer ever, you know, um, how can we really organize our life so that all the information that can support us is in the right place at the right time? And now we've arrived at cancer season where it's like, okay, I get to just feel into the moment, go with my intuition, let my intuition take the reins. I'm not going to overthink anything. I'm going to learn how to feel where my intuition is guiding me. Wherever you have cancer in your chart, now this is where your willpower is going to guide you to evolve even further. And then next day, we're going to see Venus move into Gemini. So it doesn't, it's just the time here because I have this set for like eight o'clock in the morning, but we can just see generally where the planets are going to be during that time. And Venus and Gemini, again, Venus rules relationships, money commerce beauty and it goes from being in its home sign which is that energy of seduction um, through sensuality and it's going to move into a sign of intellect so during this week for example when venus moves into gemini uh, the sacred rhythm course is going to be about your year of expansion so the first week is all about your soul's essence and how and who you are and how who you're meant to become over your entire lifetime who your planetary rulers are and why that helps you to basically express yourself as a person here on this planet so for example my rulers are saturn in aquarius and the moon in cancer and these are both planets in their home signs and as a result i have come to know astrology and i've come to know the cycles of life from both the moon and from the major planetary aspects and i am so confident and passionate about being an astrologer because i know that my rulers support me in doing that and it goes deeper and deeper and in that course i'm going to show you how all of that works in just an hour so each of these modules are an hour long and in three hours, you're going to have the blueprint for how to experience your year of expansion. So once we lay down the layer of who you are, the second layer is what is your year of expansion? What are the time lords of the year for you? And how do you use those transits to experience more expansion, abundance in your business and in your life? So when we have Venus and Gemini, it's no longer so much about, you know, what do I feel? What's, what is my body? What, what kind of like sensations am I being guided by? And the relationships that we come into contact with are going to be fueled by information. And the beauty that we find is going to be in, in, in being introduced and our, our minds being open to information that we didn't even know was there. And I imagine, uh, no, I was just going to see if Mercury and, and Venus actually ever align, but they don't. That's fine. <laughs> But um, Venus and Mercury are in the same sign. And so Venus is going to be ruled by Mercury at home. So this is why I've been so excited to offer this course in the portal that it's being given because 
it's like we are we're entering this place where information becomes the most valuable thing in our business and in our life so whatever kind of business that you run or whatever kind of work that you do um, there might be an, an element of teaching or of learning that is extremely profound for you and your awareness and so again like you can you can design your month ahead in knowing when are these certain cycles going to be unfolding and how can i use my marketing how can i relate it at work in a way that feels really authentic and fluid so the last aspect of this lunar cycle before we reach the cancer new moon is actually mars sextiling saturn so this is really interesting because we have both planets at home during this alignment so uh, we have Mars at 24 degrees of Aries and Saturn at 24 degrees of Aquarius. And sextiles are the second most benefic ruled by Venus. And Venus is in that sign of Gemini. On the day of this alignment, the moon is also going to be in Gemini. So there's a, there's this another push, another cosmic push from the universe at the start of this week, right before the Cancer New Moon keep in mind that because the moon is in Gemini and the next day we have a Cancer new moon, this alignment is happening during what we call the dark moon or when there is no light being reflected onto the moon during this time. So energetically in our physical bodies and emotionally, there might not be a ton of energy to give outward. But because of the sextile between Mars and Saturn leading up to that week, there is an energy of understanding exactly what needs to be done in order for that maturity to come through. So earlier in the podcast, when we were looking at that, that these, these aspects to Saturn, Saturn going retrograde, some of these challenges that we're going to be working with with Saturn in this upcoming month, the sextile to Mars is going to allow us to experience a lot of clarity, a lot of deep inner knowing let's look at what mars represents in these charts here just so that you have a reference so mars is the energy of separation Ooh. okay sorry mars is the energy of separation of war of aggression strength competition vigor uh, enterprise action self-assertion outward desire and tension so Mars is at home and Mars is not retrograde. When Mars is retrograde, we have a lack of motivation and desire to conquer our goals. So because we have Mars at home in Aries and Mars is direct, there is this energy of extreme vigor, of extreme action, of, of self-assertion, of going outward, of using tension to be the essence of our strength. I mean, have you ever lifted something and you're flaccid? it hurts you almost have to activate you have to activate your muscles in order to experience your own strength you have to get competitive with yourself and say i could pick this thing up even if it's heavy you have to activate that sense of competition of experiencing a higher level in order to actually experience that right so, so this energy of separation of feeling like i gotta get from point a to point b and there's effort involved but that effort is part of the game right so during the sextile to Saturn, I mean, let's pray, let's pray that the energy of war is not easily entered, that instead there is a, because of this sextile with the energy of Venus, if you look up the energy of attraction and cooperation and harmony. So there is a sextile between these, these planets of boundaries and aggression and harmony coming together, right? So how can we 
become more harmonious in our mindset about how we can overcome our challenges. During this alignment on Monday, right before the new moon, there will be a sense of ease and there will be a sense of knowing that in this next lunation, when we come together again next time for the Cancer new moon lunation experience together, there's a knowing that there's a new cycle coming and this new cycle is going to give me the opportunity to continue to evolve. And everything doesn't happen to ha have to happen right now, but I have a sense of clarity. I have a sense of harmony. I have a sense of deeper knowing that, that there's more to come and I've done so much and I'm so strong and I am so grounded and I am so fortunate to be in the place that I am in my life right now. Saturn rules karmic cycles and time and learning that things take time in order for them to come into being. So no matter where you are in your life, it's taken every second that has passed to get you where you are. And there's been so many lessons that you have learned that, um, you know, have made you the person that you are today. So that's all of the astrology for this broadcast. And if you've been here with me live the whole time, thank you. It's so great to be here. We're going to close out with uh, a ritual that I want to invite you to engage in. So because the sun is in Gemini and we're in this Gemini lunation experience, Gemini rules communication, right? So this is a time where writing is really, really powerful. So I want you to DM me the word. I had a word for it. Let me get you the word. Mm, plan. That's the word. So DM me the word plan or email me if you are not on social, but I want to share with you these guides that I created the calendar that you've been seeing on your screen. And I want to invite you to plan out your month ahead using these transits, using this podcast as your guide. So if you want to DM me plan on Instagram, only on Instagram, I don't usually follow up on Facebook, or you can email me at stevie at starrylineman.com and I will send you this for free. Um, so you're going to use this guide or use this podcast, however you would like. You can also go to starryalignment.com and join my mailing list and get these beautiful, I'm not, I'm not sharing my screen anymore, but get the beautiful calendar right on top of your calendar and plan ahead for the month. If this is something that you've never done before, see if you can lean into that. You're listening to this podcast because you are curious to see how you can align your life with the stars, right? And sometimes you can do that far beyond just, you know, a tarot card reading. You can really align your life, your business, your day-to-day, -day, your most important, potent offerings and, and deliveries with the stars. So journal during this time, use the, these guides to help you to know where you're going. And let me know how that works out for you. I, I know that this is going to be one of the most potent, pivotal months of the entire year of 2022. And I look forward to knowing how this has resonated with you. So thank you so much for tuning in to the Starry Alignment podcast. It's an honor and a blessing to be connecting with you. I would love for you to leave a review, follow me on YouTube, uh, leave a comment, and share with your friends and your stories to let other people know about this amazing resource that I've created for all of us to gather together and to work in reverence with the stars. So it is my honor to be here and 
I look forward to connecting with you very soon. The, the Sacred Rhythm course is going to begin just a few days after the new moon in Sagittarius. So be sure to follow my social, join my mailing list and sign up for the course if you are ready to map your year of expansion. I look forward to connecting with you guys soon and may you live in alignment now and always. If you love weaving astrology into your business planning and you want to go deeper so that you can know exactly how to leverage your life's blueprint, then join me for my upcoming signature course, Sacred Rhythm, where we will uncover the blessings found in your birth time and how you can consciously make the most of every moment that is contributing to your life's work and expansion. DM me on Instagram, Sacred Rhythm, so that you can join me in this upcoming course starting this lunation. I cannot wait to see you inside.